0: Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. Welcome back. Thanks for being
1: here. I'm really excited The Mindful about Project helps you elevate the um, culture of your business by bringing mindfulness teeth, practice to great, you and stuff. your staff and so through I in-person like
0: and virtual learning.
1: Lens, Contact us through think, our
0: website, themindfulproject.co, you know, for more information. When we have topics more that we
1: talk about, sometimes if we're not in the present moment of that going on in our life, like neither of us are pregnant, I was reflecting over the last day or two over... Just my pregnancies and being pregnant and what a crazy time it is. And so if you're listening, just know you don't necessarily, in my opinion, have to be pregnant to to listen to this. I feel like um, being a supporter of someone who is trying to get pregnant or pregnant is a big of as big of a role in the mindfulness journey as being pregnant. Because um, when you feel like you have support, at least this is me. When I feel like I have support, I feel like therefore my mindfulness practice is a lot stronger. So I think it's a good topic to have because I know um, sometimes when you're pregnant, you can feel all alone. Did you ever feel like that?
0: I think so. It's, you know, it's been a long time for me. I mean, I had my, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like um, my kids are 12 and 16. It was a different era for me completely. Um, when I got pregnant with my first, I was the first one of our friend group for sure. Um, and it was weird, you know, and they were so great, but I was, I was by many, many years, the first one to get pregnant. Um, and then with my daughter, I got pregnant, right. We moved to Texas. And so through both of my pregnancies, I was in major life change situations, mm-hmm. um, And they were just really hard times. I did not enjoy being pregnant. It was physically hard, emotionally hard. Um, I'm always so in awe of the women who are like, oh, I loved being pregnant. I'm like, gosh, I wish I could say that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really glad you said it. I, I had a lot of struggles
1: with pregnancy during pregnancy. Like with Ella, I had a hernia, an inguinal hernia down, like right by my pubic bone. And so as she grew and she would kick, she would push on it and it would just pop out and it felt like knives in my stomach. Then I also had, I developed pregnancy carpal tunnels, which, you know, your hands go numb and your arms ache and hurt. And everyone told me that it would go away after, and it actually didn't. And I had to have surgery on both my wrists when my baby's, when my baby was four weeks old. So I had a lot of like those kinds of physical challenges, but I was so happy to be pregnant that it literally helped keep me a little grounded and enjoy the process as much as I could, because I did spend a lot of time. I was, we lived in California. I was alone. It was just me and Barrett. And he was actually going through his staff sergeant training. So he was gone for like 12 weeks. So I was by myself and then I went into early labor and got put on bed rest. So I was by myself on bed rest. I couldn't feel my hands and I had a hernia and I was like, still cheerful. (laughs) And I think about it now and I'm like, how did I make it through that? And honestly, that is, and I say this a lot, but that's the power of positivity um, and the power of gratitude. I didn't know that those were the practices that I was practicing, but that is what got me through that because I was so very grateful to get pregnant. I had been told in years past that I never would have babies. And so to just have that, I just felt like I was really protecting her. Um, And then when I got pregnant with my second, I was quite a bit older and, you know, your risks go up and you're tired (laughs) a lot more than ever. And. I found in that pregnancy, I was juggling a toddler and being pregnant. And so I felt like I rushed that pregnancy and hindsight, I feel like I really missed it. And so I think that one thing I want to make clear is number one, like what she said, you don't, not all women like pregnancy. It's not for everybody. And some people's ovens just don't work as good. My oven wasn't that great. Um, And then secondly, that even if you have a strong mindfulness practice, and just like Lauren said, we are in very different places, but I was kind of evolving into mine at that time with my second daughter. Even if you don't have a, even if you have a great mindfulness practice, pregnancy will push you to that edge um, to where you feel like even gratitude is hard. Do you agree?
0: Mm -hmm, Like it's
1: it's really hard to dig sometimes, especially like towards the end when you're just like a big whale and feel like it's hot and you just want everything to be over. It's really hard to be like, you know what? I'm grateful that I was able to carry this baby to term. I'm grateful that my body is holding up for this pregnancy. Sometimes you just have to like, wham wham. I feel like, and that's where my support came in they were my people that I, "Uh, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And then they're like, yes, you can remember you're so grateful, you know, and okay, you're right. And you kind of have to dig yourself out of that. I don't think that life is any different with mindfulness. I just think that pregnancy pushes you to a whole other level.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the few things I remember other than what I was personally going through during those times is my yoga practice. Um, I practiced yoga all the time during both pregnancies, and it was the one thing that helped me get through a lot during those times. Um, and I was practicing a little bit of meditation at the time, but definitely more yoga. And because my lifestyle changed overnight, I mean, I was pregnant in my twenties the first time, and we were still And, you know, very much like socializing, partying and like overnight, all of that changed for me. And so I was waking up early on the weekends and going to yoga after work um, many days a week. And it's one of the main things I remember about that time that kept me grounded because all of that emotion lives in your body. It doesn't just go away, you know, and it's emotion is not just talking through stuff. It's like moving it out of your body. And I think it's what what kept me going. And then labor and delivery was, you know, still delivering a baby, but recovery and delivery and all of that was, was not terrible. I think because of my yoga practice. Yeah. Uh, Well, I yoga was on my notes
1: at the top of things to make sure and talk about. And I say this with two different lenses. When I went through my pregnancy with Ella, everyone, I lived in California, right? Everyone's like, do yoga, do yoga, breastfeed your baby, do yoga. And I didn't know how to practice yoga. I was very intimidated to learn something new in the middle of my body doing all this new weird stuff. And so I tried out some videos like online and I just didn't enjoy it. And I kind of pushed that in the bucket of yoga and pregnancy aren't for me. And then when I was pregnant with Valerie, I was much more willing to just try anything (laughs) to make everything better and to also have some time for myself because I had a toddler at the time. So I started doing yoga, prenatal yoga at a studio and holy cow, I feel like, so I had that, you know, when your, your ligaments are all like stretchy and sore and stuff. I had that really, really bad. What is that called? I forgot. I had
0: it too. It's actually, um, the ligament that holds the placenta in place that attaches to the body. It's so painful, like right in your groin. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: So it's my so doctor painful.
0: used to call it fire crotch.
1: Yeah. It, it would like feel like a sharp. Yeah. And the only thing that kept that at bay was yoga and my recovery, even though I was older post Valerie was better and it was yoga. And so I I know that it can be really challenging. So I, I say that because I think of myself when I was pregnant the first time and how overwhelming it can be when someone's telling you, especially a doctor, you know, practice yoga, that'll help you stretch it out. And you're like, oh, everyone tells me that, but I don't know what to do. I just would encourage you to get on Google and search for some prenatal specific instructors like Lauren, um, who are very apt to helping women w- in that stage of your life because done correctly, man, can it impact your pregnancy? Mm-hmm. And that's not just your body. You're going to get the meditation piece while you're there. You're going to start paying more attention to your breathing. And I mean, we all know that like, <laughs> like that started with, you know, Lamas, but it's really the breathing that we do as yogis. So I feel like that helped me in my delivery was learning that through yoga the second time. Um, and I also feel like I started learning and I think you'll agree to this. I started learning how to just simply notice things without jumping into 9 million things, because it's really easy when pregnancy things happen, like This aches and you wake up and this hurts and it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, I'm miscarrying. Oh my gosh, something's wrong with the baby. Like you jump to the far corners noticing. So when I would wake up in the morning and I would hear my teacher's voice say, just notice how you feel. Just notice like does, is your hernia hurting today? Are your wrists tingling? There's no judgment. There's no like, oh, I hate this. Mm -hmm." It's just simply, okay, we've got tingly hands today and she is kicking the heck out of my hernia. We're going to move forward. (laughs) And I think the noticing and the slowing down to notice was such a big part of my mindfulness practice through pregnancy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much worry and anxiety of what could go wrong and, um, kind of circling back to your question about feeling alone, you know, prenatal yoga, if there's a class in your area becomes, part of your community. My, one of my favorite things was prenatal yoga at the studio that I went to and I didn't have to worry about, can I do this? Can I not do this? Because everything was designed uh, for pregnant women. So there's a certain sense of letting go and like that feeling of, Oh, the teacher's got me that she's not going to have me do a bunch of Chaturanga and lay on my belly and handstand. Like there's none of that. And so there's a certain sense of safety in a prenatal yoga class. Um, and then you're with other women, and it's this arena where you can kind of complain a little bit at the beginning of class, say how you're feeling. And you know, I remember teaching prenatal once, um, and a woman was in labor. She didn't even know oh. she went left and oh had my her god. baby like an hour later. I know. Please don't let that happen to me. Please don't, don't let that happen to me. <laughs> she was um, like, "Wow, I'm having some contractions," and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, is she going to have this baby in this class?" And you're like pointing to the towards the day. exit.
1: You're like, "The exits are over here." <laughs> right.
0: Wow, totally. So she was like a really dedicated yogi then. Totally. I mean, it was just it was it's just a really sweet time. It's it's community, It's tending to anxiety. It's strengthening your body. I mean, I just can't it's it's honestly my number one recommendation about pregnancy is is yoga. And just like you said, working with observing what's there physically, um because it's just the beginning of worrying, you know, being you know, pregnant. Right? <laughs> just the just the tip of the iceberg.
1: Well, and you're right. It opens up that door, but if you can learn how to harness some that early on and notice that, you know, you're getting worried that the baby's not breathing and you're getting worried that the baby's walking and, you know, if you could start to harness that early on in your pregnancy and and in motherhood, I, I only think that could help you. I wish yeah. I would have had that from the very beginning. I think that I'm a little jealous of like moms today because I feel like you have so much more support in regards to totally. things You know that you can do for yourself. I know you were in a different era. And what's crazy is, is even though I have a nine-year-old, nine years ago was different. Like I talked to my friends that are pregnant today and I'm like, what? What's that? What do you do with that? I know. Um, and so it changes so much, but mindfulness, like we always talk about stays the same. So Mm -hmm. if you can start incorporating that the very beginning, just like wanting to be a good parent or, you know, giving your baby their full attention, things like that. Yoga fits in there and it's going to make you a better mom because you're going to, well, yoga taught me how to put myself first sometimes and when I need to. And um, it taught me how to slow down And it taught me how to notice things, all of those, all of those things you need going into motherhood.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you really do. And I think part of what, especially the mindfulness piece helps too, Mm -hmm. is, um, on that sort of topic of noticing, you know, once the baby is born, it's like a new era, you know, I mean, I don't even remember much about what my days were like before I was a parent. And there's a really sweet quality to that time before your life literally changes forever and before you change forever. Um, And so I think there's a sense that yoga and mindfulness offers us of slowing down time a little bit. And I know if you're having a physically or emotionally or hormonally really hard pregnancy, you just really want to not be pregnant anymore. And so I say this with a grain of salt, because that's a real challenging thing to be feeling, but, um, you know, if you can find the moments when you do have some relief or if you're having a great pregnancy, if if you have a partner or if you're alone, like just sitting with these times of, you know, before you officially become a parent is, is actually a really sweet window of time that, that once the baby's born you'll never have a window like that again you know no, it is so, and you're so right like the window closes and then
1: yeah. it's mom and suddenly you're expected to just know everything <laughs> yeah. and you're like what i'm just learning myself so yeah the the time to reflect on the changes and changes in your body and i know the body thing is really hard for a lot of people it wasn't easy for me um as far as like you know, your butt getting big and your thighs getting big and you can't see your toes and you start to get into your head about like the way you look and will my body ever come back. And I'll just say to you, if you're healthy and you're taking good care of your body, as far as you're moving your body and you're putting good things in your body, you're doing the best thing for your baby. And pregnancy is, to me is very beautiful. I see pregnant women and I am the lady that has to like, don't rub their belly, don't rub their belly <laughs> because I just think it's so, so beautiful. But I also know how hard it can be. And so I hope that by listening today, you number one, know that you're in a really cool club and there are a lot of women out there that are in the same club as you are. And like Lauren said, Finding a community like that would, even if you just sat on your mat and did nothing but talk, would help you a whole lot. Um, it's really good therapy. And then also that yoga, meditation, breathing, those things are going to help you. And if you feel like you don't know where to start, I, I would say, I don't know what your recommendation would say. If I just were talking to anyone, I would say, if it were me, I would get on Google and I would look up private prenatal first to just see who teaches that. I feel like if you teach private prenatal, you're probably pretty dialed in on what you're doing. Um, but if you'd prefer a studio class, that probably same person probably has a studio where you could go in and take from too. But there's a couple of ways. So don't feel like if a studio is really intimidating, that that's your only way. There are a lot of yoga teachers, myself and Lauren included, that teach privates. And it's a more intimate way to kind of help boost your confidence, um, help you feel okay. And then maybe you can go to a studio class where you have more of a community. So those would be my recommendations. Um, And then lastly, I will say what helped me the most was journaling. And today I look back in those journals and I actually did a couple of days ago because I found them in a box. Um, They're really great. And If you can just put down how you're feeling good or bad. Some of my injuries were really bad. And I was like, whoa, negative Nancy, easy on the Tuesday with the, I hate this. Um, But if you can journal that out, it gets it out. It's great. And then to go back and look at it is really, really special.
0: I love that. I love that. Such good pointers, such good tips.
1: Well, all right. Well, we thank you guys for being with us today. Um, We hope that you have a great day. And if you are pregnant, we hope it is a good day today. If it's not, it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. And if you're supporting a pregnant person, just know they are not their own and to be nice to them. (laughs) Thanks guys. We hope you have a great day. Take care.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast, and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.